Hello and welcome to Yoga Healing Podcast. This is your host Anna Kula and in today's episode we will be talking about yoga as a means of self-love. So first of all, what is self-love? Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. It also means taking care of your own needs and making choices that support your highest purpose in life. Having love to oneself doesn't mean one thinks they are the smartest, most talented and most beautiful people in the world. Instead, when you love yourself, you accept your so-called weaknesses as an integrated part of you. When you love yourself, you also have compassion for yourself that you can share with others around. Self-love means being happy and appreciative towards yourself and it's sharing this positive attitude with others. I would like to clarify that self-love is not a selfish act and it has absolutely nothing to do with being narcissistic nor having a big ego which some people may mistakenly think of. There's been a lot of psychological research done with the results stating that self-love, self-acceptance and self-compassion are key factors to our own mental and emotional well-being. The studies have shown that individuals who perceive themselves to be highly self-compassionate were more able to build resilience in the face of adversity but also recover more quickly from trauma and traumatic breakups. On the other hand, it's also been stated that people who do not love themselves don't believe that they can be loved by others, which in turn leads to avoidance of healthy relationships and instead choosing unhealthy toxic partners in their life. This pattern has been also confirmed by another study which has indicated that people who lack self-love have had a history of bad relationships as a part of their self-destructive strategy. As a result, the relationship that we've got with ourselves is the most important relationship that we have and it stays with us through all life. It's also the foundation to any other relationships that we encounter in life. Having said that, it is not only selfless to cultivate the relationship that we've got with ourselves by taking care of our bodies, minds and spirits, but in fact necessary so that we can embody love rather than seek it to be loved due to perceived perception of lack. In today's episode, I have a lovely Kate with me who is going to share with you guys her inspiring transformational story about yoga and how it has helped her to go from self-hatred to self-love after ending her abusive relationship. Welcome to the show, Kate. I am beyond excited to have you here with me. Could you please tell us more about yourself and how has yoga changed your life? Hi, Anna, and hi, everyone else. Thank you very much for the warm welcome. I'm very pleased to be a host um, at your podcast as well. Yeah, I really appreciate the invite. Oh, thank you. And the opportunity. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, um, yoga has been very helpful to me. And to to tell you how, I'm just going to give you an overview of um, of my life sure. life story a little bit. Yeah. So I've been growing up in a, a quite a small town in the Czech Republic where everyone knows everyone else, even if you don't know them. <laughs> and. Um, I've been, when I was at high school, I've been bullied quite a lot because of my looks, because 
men just thought that I I had bigger breasts than other girls and it was very in, it wasn't comfortable at all. And then, well, there were some men spreading really bad rumors about me, which was hurtful. And I always felt like I didn't fit in. I didn't. I felt like that because. I, I always loved books and I always loved nature and I just didn't understand why people weren't kind to each other. I didn't understand the rumors mm-hmm. and I was nice and I was actually bullied for being nice. Oh. And as a result, I kind of shut the doors to my heart and well, and then I moved to London and my first boyfriend, he was pretty awful to me. He would just like really... He would just make me feel like I'm worthless, um, but it wasn't the worst bit. Then there was a second boyfriend who was abusive, but he was abusive to the limits that he would uh, shout at me on a daily basis, mm. and he would tell me things like I was a, yeah, you, you know, like really bad swear words. I don't want to be saying them mm-hmm. live, but it so. was really bad because. It was just, he would tell me I'm useless. He would tell me I can't even speak English properly. He would tell me no one can even look at me because I'm just useless little piece of something. Mm-hmm. And But it was like, it reached a point where I was afraid to fall asleep next to this person because I was afraid he would choke me to death. Okay. Not because I was useless, mm-hmm. but because they, I think they knew I was, I, I was ready to leave them and they, I think they would do anything but to let me go. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that they were telling me all the things that I was useless and all that, not because they thought I was, because otherwise no self-respecting person would be with someone they think that is useless. But it was just to like, to make me feel scared, to isolate me from my friends, from my family. Yeah. And it did isolate me. I had no friends. I had no no family. Now with the pandemic and the lockdown, I tell to people, well, what I've been through with my relationship, it was worse than the lockdown because it was someone I I was close to and who got control of my life. And I wouldn't be able to go out. I wouldn't be able to go to gym. If I went to the gym, he would make me feel really... um, guilty about it he would tell me like oh you go to the gym so people look at you and I was like no that's not a point I actually don't really like when people look at me you know mm-hmm. it was really bad um and then I I suffered from a really like post-traumatic stress disorder I, it was so bad I wouldn't I would be on a tube and I would get a panic attack but a real panic attack like from being on a tube or I would had, I, I had to fly somewhere and I go to the airport and I didn't board the plane so I just let the plane go away. I, I went to the check-in. I was like, I told the flight attendant, I'm not flying because I, I can't do it. And I and I, and I I just would collapse and I ran away from the airport. So there were occasions like this. And this is the first time I actually talking about it to someone because it was really, I felt ashamed, you know. I was like, oh, I was blaming myself. I thought it was my weakness. But then I started practicing yoga and it was a very slow journey. So mm-hmm. I didn't start yoga for the first time and I didn't really like it that much to be honest with you and this was about two and a half years ago yeah but then then I tried again and then I went to Thailand to yoga retreat and I was like okay it might be okay but well it didn't catch me and um yeah but then in the next year and a half I somehow found my way to yoga so I didn't push it at all Mm -hmm. I just literally practiced it time to time and then I went to another retreat, and that's when I was hooked. So I went to another retreat, and I just 
realized it was really good for my body to dedicate some time a week. Well, on the retreat, it was two hours a day. Yeah. But I just realized it was really good for my mind to dedicate the time for me to like to focus on me and to start appreciating me because yeah it was and it was a big big um big thing because back then i realized that it wasn't me who i was meant to be blaming it wasn't actually no one i was meant to be blaming for what happened to me and i even started being in a way thankful for my experience yeah yeah. Because now when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, if that didn't happen, I would have never met the guy I'm in love with now, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, that would be really tragic if I didn't meet the guy I'm in love with now, <laughs> because he because he's great. Yeah. And, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, but it's, it's yoga is helping me to love myself. And as yeah. you said, unless a person can love themselves... They can't love others, Absolutely. and they can't, and they, and then they don't understand. They don't believe others can love them. Mm-hmm. So it always needs to start at loving yourself. And it, as you said as well, it doesn't mean that you are narcissistic. I studied mm. psychology, and loving yourself has nothing nothing to do with narcissism. Yeah, absolutely. Loving yourself has a lot to do with self respect yeah. and acknowledging that you matter and that you are important and. I'm not going to lie, there were times when I thought uh, no one loved me because I didn't love myself. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of just, I mean, yeah, probably committing suicide. And then my parents really helped me and my brother and also and also yoga because I found, I found that I, not only did yoga is great as self-practice, but it's also a very nice community because... To practice yoga is not only a physical practice, but you also have to stick to some kind of values that you practice on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And because yoginis and yogis, they practice those values and um, mindfulness and spirituality. They are really nice people. Mm-hmm. So it's also about the community. Absolutely. So, yeah. I, it- <laughs> the, I can deeply resonate with everything that you've said. And I've also found yoga uh, to help me to deepen the connection that I've got with my true self as well. And uh, I would also like to ask you, so how often do you practice yoga just now? So I started in uh, April this year, uh, the yoga teacher training course, because it was something I wanted to do ever since I realized yoga was actually really good for me mm-hmm. and so during lockdown I would I would have practiced like five times a week but now after lockdown I became a bit more busy with other projects too which some involve yoga too but uh, yeah I don't really have that much time for my physical practice mm-hmm. so I, I try to practice at least once a week I would like to practice probably like three times a week but I practice mindfulness um like every day and I really live by the yamas and yamas mm-hmm. and um but I've always loved I've always lived by those even before I knew yoga so this may be a bit different to me because my my parents are not um Christians but they would always tell me not to hurt others and not to steal basically to be a responsible human being and yeah I think that's also why I like yoga so much because that agrees with that <laughs> absolutely oh 
I really love all your story that you said. And uh, another question that I've got for you uh, in regards of yoga, what is your favorite pose and why? Oh, this is a difficult question, you know. Um, I really, I, I don't, uh, I, okay, I'm going to say the posture that comes to my mind and it's a dancer pose. Yeah, oh, lovely. And um, I, I love it. It's very gracious. Love, yeah, and I love dancing and I love ballet. And oh. dancers both really like, it, it's just so elegant. Oh, absolutely. And, but yeah, I mean, it's really difficult. I love postures. Like, I like the pre-pose as well because mm -hmm. it really makes me connected to nature. And yeah. this is one of the reasons I love yoga so much is because... I believe practicing yoga connects us to nature and human beings are so disconnected from nature at the moment mm -hmm. that I feel like we just need to find our way back to nature, to the roots, because we are a part of nature and we we often treat it as if it were superior to it, where in fact that's not how it is. But by yoga, because we ground ourselves to to our roots and many asanas are named after animals and they are named after mountains or trees i feel like it actually connects us to nature and the environment and yeah. to what's happening around us absolutely and i also find doing a tree pose very grounding and like you said yeah. that it connects you deep down to the earth mm -hmm. and uh, what fulfills you me well i think that that depends on the perspective but i i'm this kind of a person who wants to see results yeah and i'm a perfectionist and um i have my dreams mm -hmm. and what fulfills me is to follow my dreams yeah and you mentioned so, that you are working on your own uh, projects just now could you tell us more a bit yeah of course of course so yeah um big lover of nature and uh -huh. animals and basically to me I I usually I I really want to not to care about what others think so when I said earlier that I always felt like I didn't belong I learned to actually live with that and now I'm just like okay that's fine I'll continue doing my thing and I'll continue talking about nature and about animals mm -hmm. and I'll continue pointing out that using plastic is bad so basically my biggest my biggest dream is and also what I'm working on is to have a company or organization to spread awareness about nature and the threats it's facing and i do i do for instance like public speaking at like as a volunteering at some events mm -hmm. or I, I write articles i write blog posts I, I i also have an instagram profile where i've been sharing Basically, that's a funny story because I started my Instagram only to share the beauty of nature. Amazing. And um, I used to travel a lot before the pandemic. And um, I know some people are against travel because they would say, oh, you say you love nature, but then you travel. But I, I always tell them, you know, the planes, they are not, they are not the problems. There are so many much bigger problems like fridges, for instance, mm -hmm. or washing machines or dryers or cars or the consumption of meat. And I'm a person who like, I mean, 
I don't say people should limit themselves. No. I think that everyone should somehow play their part, though. Yeah. So, for instance, I'm. If I, I mean, I, I just reduce consumption of meat, for instance, because I don't need as much meat, and I don't want to be vegetarian because, as I say, I don't want to limit anyone or say someone should be this or that, and I do want to enjoy meat at some po- at some points, like once in two weeks or something, when my body wants it, when it when it asks for it. But at the same time, I, I don't need to eat it every day. But to to get back to the Instagram, so I started Instagram when I was traveling a lot. And I would just travel and take photos of things I thought were beautiful. And I would share them on my Instagram so people could actually see the beauty. And so they can see the beauty is actually in small things like sun rays or flowers. Or the fact that a little beetle is carrying its stick to make a nest and things like this, because I think things are this are really beautiful and they should be they should be uh, recognized and they deserve our um, yeah our awareness. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. That's awesome. And could you please tell us uh, how our audience can find you? Yeah, of course. So I'm on Instagram and my handle on Instagram is at the colorful Kate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've got a web page as well, which is uh, www.colorful-world.org. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And you're very welcome. The last question to for you is what are your tips to someone who has never done yoga before? Um, if I met a person who's never done yoga before and they would tell me they're not interested in it or they can't see themselves practicing yoga, I'd probably just uh, tell them to maybe have an open mind and uh, read a bit about it because I would tell them, you know, maybe you'll find something that you will that will resonate with you. Maybe you'll find yourself in some of the texts because yoga is not only about physical practice. Yoga is about, as um, as this uh, podcast is about self-love as well, and yoga is about loving others and uh, being in balance. And uh, everyone can benefit from being in balance and loving your loving themselves. So I would definitely try to encourage them to try yoga. I would even offer them to maybe give them a class or tell them a bit about yoga. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just, Just give it a go. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Kate, so much for sharing your incredible and inspiring story with us. It's, it's been so motivating and I find it very, very entertaining as well. And I wish you all the best with your new projects and successes as a yoga teacher, spreading the teachings of self-love and your passion about the nature. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as I did and find it inspirational. If you did, please press like and subscribe so that you you won't miss out any new episodes on Yoga's Healing Podcast. Also, if yoga has helped you in some way and you would like to share your story with us, please get in touch with me privately or by leaving your details in the comment section down below as I would like to hear your story as well. Till then, much love, much health, much wealth and remember to always love yourselves.
Namaste and bye.